We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. Chalutz is Hello, back. Hello, Jade. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, except I'm in control again. Oh. And that's where I like to be. But thanks for last week. That was interesting. Yeah, and we've got to, to thank the girls from Loft. I did on the Facebook page, oh, but yes, oh, we good. did. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So thanks, good. Jussie yeah. and Kels, for having Obviously us. Obviously, a lot of questions from the public about all your endeavours. Not one. Oh. No. I know. Although, no, I did get... A f- couple of people had their iTunes podcast cut off at about 37 minutes as, as I was going to tell you why I went to Nepal. Oh. Yeah, that was about the only question I got, I think. Well, there you go. Mm. It was inter- interesting. I listened to it again on the way back from Mildura this morning. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, so they're nice. They're very nicely timed, aren't they? Yeah, now? good hour. Mm. Yeah, good. exactly. A good drive yeah. from here to Mildura or here to Swan Hill. It's uh, interesting. Now, you're in the chair today because poor old Donnie has started picking wine grapes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, poor old Donnie. He's, he's sprightly. He's spr- well. He is quite sprightly. He was quite. Um, he was quite positive last week. Yeah. Anyway, good luck to him. Hopefully, uh, the harvest goes well for everyone. Hopefully, um, our first guest, as will occur every month now, since I've cleared it with the media department at the Swan Hill Rural City Council, who are in no way involved with this podcast, but our mayor Bill Moore will be on once a month. How are you, thank Bill? You. Yeah, thank you. Good and good afternoon, Councillor Jade. Mm. Good day, Bill. <laughs> this is Charlie. You don't Charlie. need to be, yeah. Okay. Or Chalutz. I like to Chalutz, call him Chalutz. <laughs> His mum hates it. No, yeah. I'm sorry, but I can't. It's stuck now. He's a, you even signed the card on my champagne, yeah. which we will drink in a month or so. Yeah. Um, I was hoping we'd drink it last week during the podcast just to make it a bit more, yeah, get a bit more information out of you. <laughs> How cheap a drunk do you think I am? Uh, loose, I li- loose lips sink shit. <laughs> no, yeah, we just had somebody else say that earlier, <laughs> but um, yeah. <laughs> You mean later on in the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I mean later. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, anyway, Bill, yes, um, yes. thanks for coming to Robinvale. Are you here again next week with the CEO? We will be. We mm. will be, yes. We need to spend time up in Robinvale. Yeah, you do. And listen to the people. Mm. Yeah. And sort out a few things. And- mm. Are you going to sort out Bromley Road? I mean, it's looking great, but it was supposed to be finished by the end of December. Yes, yes. Well, there's been um, a few issues there, but no, we're progressing there. And um, look, it's looking fantastic now. And mm. when it gets some grass up there, it'll be looking brilliant. What has to be done? That's only just the landscaping, isn't it? I th- as far as I know, I think there might have been some lighting. Um, I'm not quite sure yet. Yeah. Um, the conduits haven't been, yeah. weren't put in, but uh, that wasn't part of the plan. Anyway, I don't know. That's, yep. that's oh. all that operational that's stuff right. that Bill and I don't Yeah, we're not allowed with. to interfere with, and mm. um, unless we ask the specific questions, um, yeah. we, we won't get any answers. Um, but um, it's, it is ongoing, and it will be finished at some stage. Yep. And, mm. um, and as I say, it looks a million dollars. It looks like Robinvale's open for business. Mm. Yeah. It looks like yeah. to me. Yeah. Hey, I also have, speaking of Robinvale being open for business, someone did ask um, during the week about the block of land on Bromley, whether the contracts had been signed and whether it's actually been sold. Um, do you know the update? I do. Yes, we do know the update, but I don't know whether we can tell anyone. Yeah, I don't know whether we can either. No, I don't think we no, can. No, we're not going to do it Is here it still anyway. for sale? Pardon? Is it still for sale? No comment, Charlie. Oh. No. We can't say. No. Because I reckon that would make a great spot for an ambulance station. Well, you should have put a tender in when it was for sale. <laughs> so they meant it's sold. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tender process is done anyway. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, mm. so the, the, tender, the tender has, uh, or the, um, yeah, I think we can say contracts have been entered into mm. and, um, you know, that'll come to fruition at, at uh, some point in the very near future. Mm. Some announcements will be made then. Yes. In the very near future. <laughs> Announcements mm. will be made. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing. So there's a lot going on in Robinvale at the moment, or Rockinvale, because things are things are happening all over the place. One thing that people have been concerned with is the activity at the airport or the aerodrome. It's mm-hmm. not an airport. It's an aerodrome. Is that council run or? It's council it owned. Owned. Yes. Mm. Yes. And um, yes. Now, what activity are we talking about? The extra uh, air traffic in terms of. Well, you're uh, going to say extraterrestrials. Extraterrestrial. <laughs> Uh, are we talking drones or are we talking um, flight school? Well, I think the light aircraft, they're doing, they must be doing some night flights. Uh, well, as part of all training, um, as you get your private, firstly your restricted pilot's licence, um, you go to get um, uh, your day licence basically and you can fly in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, then you get your, um, I think you go to your unrestricted and then you go to night. So mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a 
hierarchy of things you've got to get through. Um, so they, um, is there any lighting there? I haven't been out there. Yeah. Oh, well, once they come in, the lights come on. Mm. Oh, okay, so the automatic lights. Yeah. yeah. Okay, mm. so, that's, yep. yeah. so that's good. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, so it's quite possible they could be using it. Mm. Yes. There is, there certainly is the flight school from Mildura doing touch and goes, though, aren't they? Uh, I've led to be, been led to believe that's the case, mm. and uh, Bell Reynolds as well. So they're, they're Bell Reynolds, apparently, um, oh. they're doing um, using uh, all the resources within the region, and with, which would be normal for flight training. Mm. Uh, once you um, you get past basic training, then you get further away, um, get your navigational skills up, or with a with a co-pilot, of course, a yeah. qualified co-pilot. Um, so that's that's a normal sort of part of um, learning to fly. Yeah. Also, Ambulance Victoria use that. We lose it, use it a lot. Mm. Um, people don't realise how many times we actually fly people out mm-hmm. from Romba. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. What about the? Uh, what are you talking? What do you mean when you say drones? Are we talking the about drones? drones? Uh, you were speaking about drones, and mm. as you know, there's uh, restricted airspace around the airport. Mm. Now I think it's two kilometres, uh, which, are, which drones aren't allowed. But there was an update some 18 months ago, and I think that might have been stretched a bit further. It has been sure. stretched a bit yeah. further. I think so it's two and a half k. Something like that. So. Um, you need to check that on the CASA website, which I did go to at the time to check, to see our model aero club, to see if it mm. was it. You know, model aeroplanes are sort of under similar rules to drones. And uh, to make sure that, uh, that yeah. what we did... Um, the Rumba one's further out, isn't they? Then if you're the in town... Model aeroplane people, they go out near the rifle range, don't yeah. they? That's but it's got to be. There's a, it's, you know, your, your, main, your airport's restricted airspace, and you can't mm. have model aeroplanes yeah. as well. It's similar things to drones, so yeah, um, you need to uh, that yeah, so respect it as well. There is a club in Robinvale, but I think they go further out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they go out. They probably have like, to. Yeah, yeah. but they if you have to be out within that side of the exclusion zone. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So if you are flying drones, I'm trying to get it up on my phone at the moment um, because I do often fly drones for work, you have to be registered with CASA. Um, and there's an app called Open Sky and it won't let you accept the terms and conditions until you scroll to the end because oh. <laughs> you're going to absolutely read every single one of them. It gives you the exclusion zone. Um, but there have been, from all reports, I think people get confused between the light aircraft and a drone and oh, there's spy drones out there. Of course there is. <laughs> Excellent. It's the Russians. <laughs> well, who could resist? Crying? Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, right? But people can privately fly, you know, if you're out at Section E yes. um, and you're a fair way out, mm. not within the exclusion zone, people can privately fly drones. Mm. The question is, and this is the question I get all the time, can I shoot it out of the sky? I, look, I, I doubt, I don't think so. <laughs> the answer I'll, is no. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Um, no. But... Um, it's all in the um, under the CASA rules, mm. and um, it's quite extensive reading. And I've, like I say, I've forgotten more stuff than I can remember with regard to that. But uh, model aircraft, drones, this how high they can fly, how mm. close they can go, how close they can go to people. There's all those rules are in there in, yeah. in, in the on the CASA website. So if you want to know who's using it, you can also go to the CASA website and find out what flights are logged and all that kind of thing. Which should be very few, I would think. Uh, mm. Just mm. to clarify, like. The little uh, DJI ones, mm. they don't need to be logged, do they? Yeah, absolutely. So just if you've got one for your... You know, Not if you're use. flying it privately, like just yeah. for your own personal use, but yep. if you're doing anything that um, could be seen as commercial use, so you're taking photos for somebody else yeah. or you're making money out of it, you're selling photos or whatever, that's commercial, you need to have the CASA number and you need to log that flight 24 hours before you fly. Wow. So, for example, um, I think the last big one I did was for Dirtworks in Mildura, which are actually just outside, or they were at the time, just outside the exclusion zone for the Mildura airport. But before I went up there, just have to make sure that everything's logged and above board beforehand. Because I'm a business, if I was to get caught, and you would at the Mildura airport, someone would catch you then it's all sorts of fines and loss of licences and things like that. Um, And I don't think people quite know the legalities around drones, like being at Dirtworks, you really should be registered and all that kind of thing out yeah. there. And um, Yeah, so there's all that kind of things. But, yes, yes, there's spot. It's, you know, there's extraterrestrials. You heard it from me. Yeah. That's what you said the first time. <laughs> Shall we touch on the state of recycling, not just within our municipality, but well, the state of it? Um, the state of it um, isn't so good at this point in time. As you know, um, all our recyclable materials are currently going to landfill. Um, Judy Violi is um, not 
performing their contract. Um, there's a train coming down the track in terms of what it's going to cost us once we uh, once this contract finishes with Veolia and we have to renegotiate a new one. And there's no alternative, is there? There is no alternative if mm. we're going to recycle materials. Um, councils were going to have to make a decision because we're looking at sort of 250 to $300 a tonne for recyclables. Um, we have some... 2,100 tonnes of recyclable materials. So um, you can do the maths on that yourself. We have 8,700 um, pickups, um, recycle bins. So 200 times 2,000, mm, yeah. which is the increase, mm. divided by 8,000. Mm. You can pretty quickly see how what it's going to cost per person or per rubbish mm. disposal unit. Mm. So... Um, councils could easily say, gee, well, it's cheaper to take it to landfill, you know. Our ratepayers are going to get slugged again mm. for a uh, for this. So there'll be an in principle, or a <laughs> be what's cheaper, or what we do in principle. Ratepayers will have to. And I think that's be. what people don't understand. Like everyone's like, I oh, know I'm for recycling, but people don't understand how much it costs. Mm. No, well, we used to be cheap, but since we couldn't just send it to China, yeah, that door closed. Mm. So um, which was, and we're sending twenty or thirty percent of our rubbish to China too. That's yeah. why they didn't shut the door. It was, was contamination. Well, well, that was the excuse. But as we were discussing earlier, markets for recyclable materials and then product are appearing to be thinner than what everybody thinks. So we've got a lot of theory about how recycling should work in certain areas, and it does work really well in certain areas, uh, like sort of glass and metal. Um, that works really well. But plastics are very problematic because there's so many of them. Mm. They're difficult to identify. And um, there's not markets for all of them. So stop using plastic. Stop using plastic. Mm. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, that we have enough technology or we're getting very close to the point where we have um, um, compostable materials that look like plastic, they smell like plastic. But really, what, what, do you really need things that look and smell like pl- plastic's well, not a nice material? But, but, so but I'm the just going to a coffee cup on the table. Mm. But the point is there. With a plastic cup. Like where's your, where's your reusable one? Yeah, you know what? I have got <laughs> several keep cups. My issue is that I forget to take them in and wash them. And I hate giving dirty ones to, to the loft staff, so I'm sorry. So um, back on track, um, there are plastic things that look like plastic but they're actually compostable. Mm. So, um, and I mean fully compostable to Australian composting standards, mm. that is put it in your compost bin at home and it will break down with all your other compost. Really? So it breaks down within like that 30 to 60 day cycle? 60, 90 days, something yeah. like that. Wow. So, um, you can definitely get the cups because I've looked at yeah. what it is. Yeah. And there's bamboo yeah. as well, which is now yeah. a really yeah. um, a really yeah. cheap alternative yeah, to absolutely. plastic. Ab- One last thing we I was going to touch on is incidents when things happen on council properties like public toilets. And there's been a few things on Facebook and I know fa- I've made a career out of Facebook, but I'm yeah. really quickly yeah. Getting, yeah. <laughs> looking for a different path. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Mm. If there is an incident on a council... In terms of uh, vandalism or... Vandalism. ...malfunctions, blockages. Yep. We just come and see you, Jade? No. No. I thought you were... Again, operational. Don't deal with that. Fair enough. uh, I can't remember the after hours... uh, uh, Firstly, there's an after hours line. Mm -hmm. um, And there's... uh, I'll just ring the council offices uh, and um, that'll be taken into account, especially something that is... Oh, mm. Like public toilets that need urgent uh, attention. There also what is about, the um, register the incident on the website. Yes. What about send snaps solve? No good for vandalism. Yeah. So yeah. what happens with send snap solve? It doesn't actually go direct okay. to okay. council. It yep. goes um, into like a massive database, yep. and then yep. the people at send snap solve send yep. it to the appropriate yep. council, uh, uh, which is why is. there's a co- cost associated with it. It's just data management, really. Okay. Yeah. In terms of rubbish management, though, mm. um, the Lod and Mallee Waste Resource Recovery app mm. that we all uh, They've got an app? Sure. They have got an app. Wow. I'll tell you when your bins are going to be picked up. Wow, and, really? Uh, yeah. But on that app, um, you can take a photo. If any illegal dumping, anything illegal happened, oh. you can take a photo and you can- I mean, What's that app? Send it to Lod and Mallee Waste Resource Recovery app. I'll put that. I'll put a link to that on the website because that's really handy. Um, so that'll give you, yeah, I say, bin collections, dates, and any changes to your service and all that. Look sort at of both Charlie uh, so and I grab our phones and yeah. start that, um, the app. No. I'm feeling really yeah. techno savvy here right now. <laughs> Is that for the whole of, lot of Mallee, obviously? So that 
goes as far as Mildura as well? Uh, it, the Lod and Mallee Waste Resource Recovery Group, which is Mildura, Swan mm. Hill, Gamawara. Oh. Lod and Mallee uh, Waste Info? Yep, uh, that's it. There should be an app there somewhere. So go. you can um, – uh, the GPS part of it, I don't know. It will use a GPS location, yeah. but I've always had to type in an address anyway yeah. yep. and then take a photo, load it up, mm. say this has been dumped here. Wow. Yeah. And um, The EPA have one too. That would have been good for your body down the river, Jade. Yeah, oh, well, I have a really good relationship with the local <laughs> <What>? constabulary. <laughs> what? Oh. She saw a bag of rubbish down the river <laughs> and on. she thought it was a dead body. Can I give oh. some context here, please? <laughs> right. Charlie, Charles, uh, it didn't look like a bag of rubbish. So it, it, was a, like- it was a blanket. It was a blue oh, blanket and geez. it was sat up in a tree and it looked like – I've got photos of it. It looks like someone sitting in a tree, oh. tied because oh. it was tied at yeah. the back. Scary. And yeah, and I was going for my little run yeah. and saw this, and oh, and gosh. because, like I said, I have a oh. I have a good relationship with the local yeah. constabulary, yeah. so well, I sent a quick text message. I went, "Can I just yeah. check this?" Well, you know, the old headline: you know, body discovered by jogger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You shouldn't trust joggers; they're always the ones yeah, that find bodies. The ones that do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, we have to get to uh, coffee with a counselor, okay. which is uh, over at Loft now. Which started yep. Loft now, yeah, twenty minutes ago. Minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. okay. Um, Talk about syringes in the toilets and everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're everywhere. Mm. Yeah, we're getting more bins put in, more boxes. Yeah. But whether or not they get used, it's one of those things. Yeah, well, you know, I just had an experience at the. Well, I was at. Wasn't jogging. I was walking, <laughs> and um, had to use the toilets at um, near the canoe step uh, near the. Um, Canoe sheds in Swan Hill. Yeah. Yep. And I thought, oh, I'll just look in there as I'm walking out. And I thought, bloody hell, that's full. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. Was the, yeah, the disabled toilet's the only yeah. one open before yep. 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock. Yeah. It was, it was the only one open. So uh, they don't open the others till uh, till about 7, I think it is. Yeah. But uh, I thought, oh, crocky, you know. It's one it's, of those things, the people that are maybe loitering around the park yeah. during the night yeah. are probably not too worried about clean amenities and and things like that. No, no. But yeah. anyway, there was there was needles in it. Mm. Um, it was full. And uh, I thought, gee whiz, um, I, wonder how, I wondered how often we emptied them. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm guessing probably the cleaners clean them. I'd empty them every day. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And the cleaners, I've had this conversation with yeah. Svetla because we've had a couple of similar incidents yeah. here over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And when those incidents get reported to yeah. council, the cleaners are there straight away. The cleaners yeah. are trained to be able yeah. to do that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. The police are not. Yeah. So whether, even if the police get called, the yeah. council cleaners still council have to go and do it. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's it's yeah. done straight away and it's yeah. done daily. So yeah. well, well, the disposable, uh, the yeah, whatever it is, the thing they put them in. Oh, the thing. sharps box. Yeah, that's what I mean. It oh, was full. oh, that's uh, Viola again. Because that's oh. who do ours at in uh, in ambulances. Is Viola. it? Yeah, Viola. Okay. Mm. Well, we might Maybe need, it is. We might need to find out about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll do some counselor. investigationing. Yeah, where yeah. they've got those little sharp, the disposable yeah. um, things. Next week, I'm going to talk to you about a notice of motion too that I've been pondering over, not quite for six months, but at least yeah. for three months now yeah. about yeah. Uh, trying to get some changes to. Planning schemes in absolutely regional parts regional. of the world, absolutely, and or at least uh, Australia, maybe not the world. We won't try and conquer the world. <laughs> just try Victoria for now. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, it, you're um, you're absolutely right, and um, we need obviously a different planning scheme. We try, we've got to try and attract people. We're not batting them back with a stick, and there, thereby therein lies a problem right from the start. We need we need a different planning scheme that can attract people here. Yeah, and. Um, and we, really, we'll talk about that next week because we have to get to coffee, to a counsel- <laughs> coffee with a counsellor. Yeah, because you are half an hour like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's fine. No worries. Thanks for coming, though, Bill. No worries. And I've been meaning to get this gentleman in for a long time now, John Bond, president of the Robinvale Euston Rotary Club. How are you? Good, thanks, Jade. Very good. How long have you been president of Rotary? Is it only one-year cycles you can do? Uh, normally a one year, but this is my third year. Oh, is it? Yeah. How come you get to be special? Oh, well, I guess I uh, couldn't get anybody to take it over <laughs> last year. So uh, ne- this next year we've got Arthur Cassidy taking it over, so that's great. Well, that is great. Yeah, How many members are there at Rotary these days? Uh, we currently have 16 members. It's only a small group, but a very, very, uh, very active group. That's bigger yeah. than I thought it would be, though. Well, when Rotary started here in Robinvale, it was about 63 years ago. Uh, it got up to 45 members. So it's, wow. that, that was in its strength in the yeah. early 70s and 80s. And uh, 
of recent times. Yes, it's uh, been struggling a bit, but but we're stabilised and increased a little bit the last couple of years. Rotary is a good organisation to be involved with. I was a Rotarian once, John. Okay, mm. <laughs> and I think there's a much wider range of. Um, or a wider cross-section of the community now that gets involved, isn't there? Well, it always has been a, a, a wide cross-section of the business community. Mm. That was how it was originally uh, started. And, uh, yeah, so we have we have people from all walks of life can join Rotary. Mm. So so there's, there's no bars. You can just uh, – anyone can join. You'd make a good Rotarian. Uh, I don't think I have the time. Really? No, you probably don't. Not with you guys, work. You guys meet fairly uh, often, don't you? Uh, twice a month. On the first and third Tuesdays of the month. So it's not and a it, weekly commitment? No, no, oh. no. It's, it used to be it, it used, every week, didn't it? It used to be in the mm. early days. Rotary used to be every week and yep. it was a strong commitment. Mm. But the rules have all relaxed recently. And uh, so the clubs can now choose when they'd like to meet. Mm. And uh, so long as they meet regularly. And our, our club meets generally twice a month, which is good. So it's only an hour, hour and a half, uh, twice a month. So and you get uh, fed. You get, we have a feed, yes. Because yeah, yeah. yes, yes. that's the important bit. And we yeah. ha- normally have a guest speaker and a bit of a bit of fellowship. Yep. Have you had and Jade yet? Yes. Yes. I say. <laughs> Mate, I've spoken at just about every meeting or community group in Robinvale at one point or another. Have you had Charlie yet? No, but he could be on the agenda. Mm. He could, he, he, he'd, be, he'd be a good member, though. I can he, see that. He yeah. would be. Yeah, I'd well, like I think that. Rotary's yeah. right up your alley. Yeah. Um, yes, I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll put a pin on it and uh, okay. <laughs> we'll see how we go. I've probably got an application form here. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I reckon you'd be a great Rotarian. Yeah. And if you're away, for example, if Chalutz <clears throat> was in Mildura, he can always go to a meeting up there, can't he? Absolutely. Mm. But, but in, in years gone by, you used to have to do make-ups. Yeah. So, so that you had to get your count yep. up every week. But these days we don't do that. Yeah. We have many members that don't don't attend for weeks and weeks on end because they're away or busy or sick or whatever. Yeah. So it's very relaxed now. Wow. So it's a, and it's, it's a good part of it. It's still, um, was it 7.30 at uh, uh, the youth hostel? Not the hostel, sorry. Yeah, the hostel. Mm. At Riverside at the yeah. hostel. So it's 6.30, 6.30 start and uh, always finished by mm-hmm. 8 or 8.30. There you go. That's so good. So. And you get fed, Charlie. And you have a feed. Oh. It's a good night out. Have a couple of uh, <laughs> have me a feed. <laughs> a couple of wines or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. A meeting without food yeah. can it's be an email. email. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's an important part of the meeting, as uh, as as, a, as a, some uh, mm. food. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, everyone bonds over food. <laughs> Rotary's been known for a long, long time to do great things community-wise. Mm. As far as the Robinvale thing, I mean, Rotary were were the ones that sort of the polio vaccine and there's a lot of work around mental health and um, all of that kind of stuff. And we'll get to the bowls and the Royal Flying Doctor Service shortly. But as far as the Robinvale Euston Rotary Club goes, what kind of community things are you involved in now apart from donuts? Because everyone knows the donuts and you at the donut van. And thank you for Friday because that was not a comfortable situation to be in. It was a pretty interesting evening with the temperature and the dust. But uh, anyway, we got through it. Interesting's and an interesting adjective, John. <laughs> <laughs> I think all, all the basketball people uh, loved it. So that was great. My kids enjoyed the a, donuts. It was a good night. So what else, but, what else are the Rotary doing now? I guess the key monthly one is the monthly markets. Mm-hmm. The country markets mm-hmm. are run by Rotary. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the donut van's part of that. Yep. But the actual running of the event is all set up by, uh, at this stage, Rosalie. Mm-hmm. Hendrick does all that. And uh, so that, that's a really regular uh, mon- monthly one. Yep. But we get involved with all sorts of other fundraising ideas. We, uh, we uh, the previous years, we did the fruit fly traps. Oh, yeah. Distributed those uh, around Robinvale and Houston. And that was, that was a nice little money earner for, for the club, as well as being a good community uh, support thing. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, we do the Rotary Bowls, which you mentioned a minute ago. Yes. So, so that's coming up uh, as of tonight, actually, is mm-hmm. the start of that. And that runs uh, for eight weeks as an autumn uh, ro- twilight Rotary Bowls. And uh, in the springtime, we do an eight-week program there as well. It's really good fun. Seven o'clock start. Good fun. And uh, good fellowship and good fun time for a couple of hours. And uh, have, we have a, have a coffee and uh, something to eat after that. Mm. Couple so, of frothies and, and some couple, and a burger. Well, only a couple. <laughs> what night? Is it still on the Wednesday night. You Wednesday say? night. Yeah. yeah. So always oh, looking for more people, more teams to come and join us. Currently, we have about thirty odd people that, uh, that that do participate. Do you still do? Um, you know how they had the when I used to do it. Used to have the raffles and uh, at, at back the in end. those days, I think it was 
it might have been old uh, Jimmy Priest. He used to do. Um, yes. He used to do the fines. Yes. It was <laughs> always fines. hilarious. Always we, hilarious. We have a fine session, or well, not so much a fine, session, but the, but yeah, more as a funny session. Yeah. Mm. We have a few few humorous uh, times. Yeah. And uh, just good fun, a few few, uh, few drinks for people, and mm. good 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 laughter goes on there for a couple of hours, and it's just wonderful. And the outcome of that is we raise quite a lot of money for the Royal Flying Doctor Service. And that's, that's been going on for some years now. And so every year we contribute uh, several thousand dollars towards the Royal Flying Doctor Service. And the Royal Flying Doctor Service service Robinvale too, don't they? They do, yes. Yeah. And that's actually, I think Charlie will know that. There's a doctor coming here soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As part of that. Yeah. There is, I, well, I don't know as much as what, uh, but there is, uh, they are organising, I think it might be a female doctor as well. So Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah. whispers about yes. that, but have yeah. not got yeah, any I haven't details. I have heard the so. finer details yet either. So. Yeah. Mm, which is good because Dr. Sean's left, yeah. has left MVAC now. So, yeah. Come um, back home, I think. Mm, Royal Flying Doctor Service is one of those services that I suppose a lot of us probably mm. don't think about and take for granted, but, geez, if we were without them, mm. we'd be, especially being so isolated like we are, um, we'd be in a lot of trouble and as well as everybody else that are even more isolated mm. than we are. So it's a great that's, that's learner. That's true. And, and if you ever get a chance to go to Broken Hill, mm. go and see the, the, the headquarters there of the RFDS, it is a, a good eye-opener. Mm. And they tell the story of the history of the RFDS, so it's just fantastic. Yeah. Mm. And they do more than uh, that, like because even in our area they do um, non-emerge uh, patient transfer for, as well. Yes. So that takes a lot of pressure off, um, well, the ambulance service, mm. as in like ground transfers. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, okay. Between yeah. here and Mildura or Bendigo, Melbourne, uh, mainly Adelaide. here in Mildura. Yep. So taking people for uh, appointments. Yep. Geez, so, that's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they've still got the contract because it comes and goes. There's different um, people that do it all the time and mm. it's always up for tender, but uh, they were around. Oh, you see so, the vehicle around yeah, often. Yeah. yeah. You'll see them even they have a they have a, like an ambulance like we do, but mm. they also have just uh, cars yep. and they'll come down okay. and pick people up and take them to their appointments and Oh, very stuff. good. Didn't realise that. Yeah. yeah. So it's an amazing thing. Yeah, so, that's great. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. fundraising is going towards things like that, which is terrific. Rotary were involved in the, the stage for K-Square, mm. correct? Uh, we're part of the uh, supporters of that, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> um, supporters. <laughs> we are, financial supporters, that is. Yeah. And we've also done a little bit of work on it. Yeah. But, yeah, the stage, which is up and running now and a, a great initiative mm. by uh, one of our Rotarians and, uh, and, and a few other guys. Uh, which has been great. So, so that stage is available yep. for anybody to use in town or Euston Robinvale. Yeah, we'll have and to book it for Australia Day next year. Absolutely, mm. need, need, that's what it's there for. And uh, that's the one they used at the Unblossom Festival, or a different. No, one? No, no, this is just this only got completed just before Christmas. Oh, okay, new uh, one. as a new one. So it's, yes. it's a really nice setup, a big stage, uh, fully mobile, nice. and it's available for anybody to use. Uh, for basically a, a good contribution towards the running costs. So there's no specific higher cost or anything like that. So it's uh, it's it's a great thing. Yeah. And Rotary, yeah, put some money into that, mm. which was uh, which was great. Good. And that's, I suppose, what Rotary do all the fundraising and things for, so you can support <coughs> community projects like that. Absolutely. Yes, we supported uh, the Memorial Park significantly yep. in the last couple of years and many other, other groups around town that we support in all sorts of ways, mm. you know, the basketball groups. And and, uh, and you a, go about it very quietly it, without... It is a, it is a quiet... It's yeah. a quiet achieving group, yeah. Yeah, which is great, yeah. But it is a great group, and I've yeah. been a couple of times yeah. and, and quite enjoy it. So um, bowls is for the next eight weeks from seven till nine at the Euston Club. That's correct, yeah. You can have a, if you have a team, what, are the, what do we need teams? What's numbers? Three. Three? Th- three in a team. Yep. But if people just want to come along, just let someone know in the mm. Rotary group that they'd like to come and play and we can put them in a team just, just as a single player. So yeah. so we can have any combination we like. Do you have to commit to the full eight weeks or can you? Uh, we prefer that because yeah. we do we do a team draw. Ah. And so we do like to see commitment. I, I can think of a okay. team of three right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Luke, Nordo, Charlie. Okay, you're on. Yes, and we just have to all be there though. That's the thing. Yeah, that's all right. We do have quite a few teams only end up with two players on the night. Yeah. So, so we can manage that. You can, well, there you go. So there you go. Well, we you manage go. Two, two or three. Mm. Um, well, you could step in, uh, Jade. No, who's going to have the kids? They can come. The kids can come. Uh, uh, do you know my kids? <laughs> no, I've seen kids there before. And I had yes, to cage them yes. in at the basketball on Friday. <laughs> They'd love it, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm, they might. Yes. Everybody else may not. <laughs> might be a bit hard. But Luke can go. 
be great. Sounds it's good. the it's the social thing, and this yeah, is yeah, it is. It definitely is a, a good social event. Yeah, yeah. the thing that um, and I was going to talk. I'll talk to you off air later about uh, <laughs> Rotary Club getting involved with the forty two k campaign. But one of um, Luke's big thing, as far as his mental health goes, is social interaction. Because if it's not almost forced upon him, or there's not mm. opportunities right in front of him, that he'll just stay on the farm for as long as. He can, I suppose, yeah. which is why I sort of go, no, Luke can go and play basketball yeah. and Luke can go and have beers here and, and things like mm. that. So it's a really uh, a really good thing. Mm. So 7 o'clock the next eight weeks. Eight weeks, yeah. At the Euston Bowling Club. John, we'll have to get you in again. Thanks for coming this morning. Thank you very morning. much. Oh, great. Yeah, thanks, Jade and Charlie. Yeah, wonderful to catch up. You going to get off your phone or? Sorry, someone's at my front door. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Have you got one of those doorbells? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, at the house here in Rombale? In Mildura. Oh, so you can just keep an eye on things. Yes, yeah, to make sure. Interesting. Hey, we've got another Lamartina, a Lamartina that we haven't had here before because <laughs> we've had your mum and your dad. Ross, how are you? Good, yourself? Good. Come nice and close to the microphone because I know you don't project and you haven't probably got the uh, the confidence that comes with so many. <laughs> Phil's over in the corner just nodding <laughs> in approval. <laughs> But you probably should have. Now, we've got you in to talk about your very new drag racing career. Yep. <laughs> How old are you, Russ? Um, 14, turning 15 in November. Nice. So that means you're driving a really, really quick car. Yeah. Can't go on the road yet. Mm. No. <laughs> so probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I reckon. When did you get your licence? Uh, in December. Finished it off in December. How long did it take? What's the process? To get your drag racing uh, I had to license, do eight passes, like one to sixty foot, then one to half track, and then four full passes. Yeah. And what's the criteria? Like, do you have to get up to a certain speed and be able to brake, or no? Just go flat out. <laughs> well, really? how fast yeah. is flat out? Uh, eighty mile an hour. That's okay. a, that's what one hundred and forty. 120. For a 14 year old kid that doesn't drive a regular car, though, yeah. that's quick. Yeah. And you're getting to 80 mile an hour, how quickly? Uh, probably 100 metres. How many seconds is that? 2.5 seconds. Yep. Yeah. Takes off pretty quick. Nah, Phil, you can pick up the microphone <laughs> now. <laughs> we'll let you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, well, he does, the, he does his run in 200 metres, so what we call half track. Yeah. So that's all they ra- their racing distances. Mm-hmm. And he's doing 80 mile an hour at. At 200 metres, so he would be in eight seconds flat. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, by about five, six seconds, he'd be up to, yeah. Mm. Well and truly, like you said, about probably four seconds, he'd be doing over 100 kilometres an hour. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it takes off pretty quick then. Yeah. Yeah, right. How hard is it to keep it straight? Oh, not that hard. No? (laughs) Yeah. I I feel like they're not very wide wheels. It doesn't look like it'd be easy to track that easy. It's pretty easy for me, not for other people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Not like your dad, he can yeah, yeah. I've seen him You know that thing we were saying before About how maybe you haven't got that confidence to, I was wrong <laughs> Yes he has That's awesome How long have you actually been driving cars? Like we're, we live in the country here We know kids are driving from when their feet can hit the pedals How long have you been driving around? Probably two or three years So not that Dad's looking at you going You liar <laughs> <laughs> Wait, a minute, how long have you been driving tractors? Yeah, uh, there's a better question. Two years. Huh. Really? That's it. Well, I suppose you're not over. When I was tall. your age, yeah, no. I was going to say. <laughs> I was on I, a tractor. <laughs> yeah, when I was your age, I was burning out clutches, so I didn't have to yeah. do it anymore. <laughs> so you had your first race on the weekend. Yep. How did it go? Talk us through it. Were you nervous? Oh, Were you confident? Clearly, was, you're confident. Race day, I was really nervous. Qualifying, it was just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Why were you so fine with qualifying? Because it's not race day. It's just it's not eliminations. Yeah, yeah fair So enough. if you lose, you go, you're out. Yeah. So in qualifying, you do three runs. Yep. To just better your time, yep. I suppose, and get and sort of get your dial in right. Mm. And there's no pressure. So psychologically, there's no difference. I know what you're saying, but it's for us, it it, it means a lot. Yeah. Okay. To be eliminated, you know, when your your weekend's over. So just in one hit. So qualifying. No, he went well. Was, they, it, was it just a junior thing this weekend or? Yeah, we'll no, get no. to that in a minute. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we'll get to Phil in a minute. It's about Ross for now. <laughs> yeah, it was a national. national <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, it was a big crowd. That's what I'm saying. Forget about the oh, old man. Yeah. Massive crowd. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you have a good uh, pit crew or 
the same as the old man's or no, just a better one? Yeah, they don't let you use the Carrot King pit crew. No, I don't need them. <laughs> do it yourself. Oh, don't need them. Why? You, do you do it yourself? No, I've got other people. Uh, explain this. Yeah, explain how, how it works. Oh, I've got one crew chief that dials, like, says the RPM, and mm. that's it, and tyre pressure, everything. So just one person. Yeah. And who's that one person? Uh, Jake Berrios. Is it so not part of your team, Phil? No. Who? How do you know Jake and, and Chris? Know them through racing. Yeah. Really good friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just one of those things that industry peeps. <laughs> I, I feel like there's more than this. Yeah. yeah they, own, they own the car. Oh, they own the car. Uh, oh, right. The car that yeah. you're driving. The, yes. Uh, right. right. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, <laughs> so, so thanks to them. Yes. So your car's not part of the whole uh, – your dad's kind of uh, team? No. But in drag racing, if um, we have to, he can pit with us. Okay. Like you can say, because he's you know family, so he can yeah. he can. But it's sort of a little bit frowned upon because that's sportsman racing, which is you know the lower classes, and <laughs> we're oh, oh, oh yeah, there is a hierarchy, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and we're group one, see. So uh, okay. yeah, yeah. He, there's a lot of pressure on him un- with mm. his unfortunately with his surname being in group one. You know, a lot of people want to beat up on him, mm. but um, he proved that. Yeah. You proved them wrong yeah. this weekend. So anyway, what happened on the, on your first race? Do you generally not know? No. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Tell him. <laughs> I'm excited. Please tell him. Oh, I'm sitting I, on the edge of my seat. I won a gold Christmas tree. Nice. First race. Yeah. first race. yeah. Whoa. Tell him what a gold Christmas tree means because Charlie's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> no, I think no. I know what it means. It's it a means big deal. a lot. Like, yeah. yeah. It's a tall trophy. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Better than his trophy. Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's a uh, smack bang in the, in the like center of the table as soon as you uh, walk in. Not allowed to be there because you might cry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did have its own seat on the way home in the car oh, with, with its own seatbelt and everything. The front seat. So no, sure. Because that's your first ever race. You only got your yeah. license in December. You race yeah. in January, and you win. First off. Yep. That's pretty awesome. And he had to he had to carve through the field, so he qualified fifth, which means it's not it's not a bad position to be in, um, because he was able to then first pairing he was able to race a car that was slower, you yep. know, the bottom, and then as the it's it's just a um, a table where mm. you know paired off mm. both sides of the ladder, and then they come together into you know a. a Two people that yeah yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Like, the, the like the old like table the, yeah. Yeah. yeah like the tennis one yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. so if it's a big ball. it's a big yeah. field it's both sides of the field but then they can drag racing can actually do just like right through to thirty two and then and go down mm. into yeah. the middle yeah but um so there is there can be by runs as well if it's an uneven field obviously because you've mm. got to race paired you know yep. um but um you know he he ended up having to do beat five people to get, to win the trophy so yeah. five paired passes so um. Yeah, so that was it's a big effort. 30, yeah. 30 other competitors in that you know, only in that category only. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome. So how old are the other competitors? Are they all as young as you? Is it broken up into oh, There's some that are young, some that are older than me. So how old do you have to be to get your license? Uh I think 8 years old. 8. What? 8. As in 8, like little 8-year-old. Like yeah. Luca and Vincent, yeah. Jeez. Luca can Luca can get a Junior drags the license. And then just to give people a bit of a perspective, it's dial your own racing. What does that mean? Okay, so it's it's a little bit confusing. <laughs> so, okay. So um, each each car has to nominate a time that they want to run. But they're not allowed to run – if they run under it, they, it's called a breakout. Now, if the other person goes above their dialing, doesn't matter how much they go above – and you've gone below, an instant win because it's a breakout, so you lose. There's a lot of ways of losing before you even won. Wait a minute, so if you go too quick, you lose? Yes, but you can have a double breakout, which is both of you go too quick, but it's whoever's closest, the margin, mm. wins. Mm. Also, too, you can red light. Yep. doesn't matter what your dial-in is, and you get eliminated immediately. So as soon as the red light comes on and um, thing, but then also, too, you can have a, a double red. Like so, both competitors go red, mm. um, and then the same thing. Who was the least f- at the foul? So he was. Um, he drove like a champion because what you need to do is not only do you need to be com- uh, your car needs to be pretty consistent, and your dial-ins on the atmospheric conditions is you need your your reaction time needs to be similar, because even though someone's dial-in might be a little bit off, where they go a little bit too far above it. Mm. 
and you're you get closer to yours. But if you're got a slower reaction time, they get there first, they win. She's I'm confused. Right, yeah. Yes, and this is this this is how difficult it is. So what he's judging mm. at at his age, right? Mm. And any competitor in junior dragster. So both. So what happens is, say for instance, let's let's just use round numbers so it's easier. Yeah. So. Uh, other lane, he's dialed in nine seconds, yep. and Ross's say dialed in eight seconds. Mm-hmm. So when they when they stage the car, the his lights, the other guy's lights come down first. Yep. One second later, Ross's lights will start coming down. Right. So essentially, what they're saying is, if everyone both take off at the same time, which is impossible, but roughly if they did, yep. they should cross the finish line at the same, s- time. same, same time. time. Yeah. So what what so the trickery is. Or the 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 skill in mm. is Ross puts a dial in that he's close enough to what mm. he needs to be. So what he'll have to do is he'll catch that person, and what he needs to do is he doesn't just run through the finish line because he could break out. He actually slows down a little bit and just stays ahead of him. Ah. So he's judging that speed and distance. And the finish line and the at eighty person. mile an hour. And your reaction and time. Well, yeah. So you've got to have your reaction time the same every time. Try to. And then analyse everything else. What's going on? That's that's like being an umpire, having to make 256 decisions every five seconds. Wow. For a 14-year-old kid, your brain isn't even developed to make good choices yet. <laughs> well done, by the way. I know I've said it, but that yeah. is, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, and you can put your trophy wherever the hell you want to. <laughs> um, but this was at a national meet. Wasn't it? Yep. Is it part, was it part of the uh, four hundred thunder? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, That's in Sydney. Yep. Mm. And you raced there as well. Yes. Didn't you? Did he you win a trophy, a Ross? Did he win a trophy? Yep. Oh, Silver, not gold. Ah. Uh, oh, well. oh, he'll get there. In. He'll get there one day. Yeah. <laughs> rub it in. So, but yeah, why, good why is it? Why is it so special that that um, that you won the in Sydney? Oh, because he's never won in Sydney before. Haven't oh. you? You've yep. won two national championships. I know. And you've never won in Sydney. How does that work? In my whole career. You've never won in Sydney. Never won in Sydney. Well, there you go. That trophy definitely needs to be pride of place. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I reckon. But I still don't hey, – so you must have had enough points over the yeah, season. Yeah, I've, I've come runner-up a few times. Is that just a like a thorn in your side? It is just a massive monkey. Thank you both for coming in. I'll let you get back to school yeah. and you get back to you whatever to it is that is causing your phone to buzz every 30 seconds. <laughs> Thanks, no, Phil and Ross. I no, really appreciate it. to say, would you be quiet and let Ross talk? <laughs> <laughs> no, I really appreciate you having me on again. Or us on, sorry. Yeah, me, me, me. me yeah, Ross. We call Ross in. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Ross. Thanks. We are seeing a superstar in the making here. Man, they are great. I loved them. Once Luke took the boys to the toilet one time, I tried to come in and figure it out how to use it, but he had unplugged it all and I was pushing buttons. Did he? How rude. That's all good. Mm. Oh, well, that's all right. Maybe next year. Yep. Next year we might actually get an actual DJ to do it, maybe. Nothing wrong with DJ 42K. (laughs) I think he enjoyed himself. Yeah. Did you enjoy yourself? I did. I did. Big job. Even, yeah. Well done. Wasn't able to participate um, in both the things, but I loved getting around people, enjoying their time. um, time You couldn't have played anyway with your knee. Yeah. The three-point shootout, I could have uh, bet Brendan for sure. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Them spotting words. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it was good. To get what I've heard to be 350 to 400 people into Mm. that event Mm. on the night that we had weather, dust, it was crap. I'm, I'm over the moon with it. Um, John Bond from Rotary, who we spoke to earlier, he was wrapped too. He reckons yep. they – I can't remember the exact figure that he told me that they sold in donuts, but I my eyes nearly popped out of my head because I thought on a night like that when it's 58 degrees. Those blokes, I admired them a lot that night just to stick it out, especially John from yeah. the start and then uh, Arthur come in later yep. um, to stick it out in a hot um, caravan on that night over mm. boiling oil. Mm-hmm. Oh. They did do a great job. I made job. sure I got cold water out to them every now and again when I could. <sighs> Good. Yeah, because you were busy too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's mm. all right. It's time to sit back and relax a little bit now. Um, mm. Building up to that, especially it being our first week back at school as well, um, my head was just here, there and everywhere. Mm. Um, now that it's all done, you can 
sit back, enjoy what you've produced, the town, um, with their positive feedback mm. as well. Um, they're all looking forward to it being an annual event. Could be a major event. It could be. Couldn't yeah. it? Yep. Yeah. So now we've got the first one out of the way. Um, iron out a few creases for next year. Yeah. Um, make it a little bit easier mm. um, on us and then, uh, yeah, bigger and better. I awesome. Fingers crossed. Fantastic. How many rounds of actual basketball is left? One or two? One week left. Looking forward to it? That's come around quickly, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it has. Oh, it's one of those things. The first Monday of every month I can't play yep. because I've got 15 different meetings on. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. But yep. it's just the last couple of weeks just seems to go so quick when you come back after Christmas. Yeah, it's like usually like that. Are you keen for basketball finals? I'm, I'm always start? keen for yeah. basketballs, cool. basketball finals. To to I actually um, really enjoyed refing those games. Really enjoyed refing those games. And again, we have to say thank you to you and Peter. That's just because okay. with me bringing the NBA style format back in with the quarters, 12 mm. minutes, um, I didn't realise how big of a workload that would be for you two. Yeah, but you did ask me the day before. I went, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, well, that's, and you said yes for Pete, so. Yeah. Um, you had to Pete doesn't it. need to be asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be a voice for both. But it's that all star thing. Like, if you're going to step up, to me, yep. You want to, if you're going to play All-Star, yep. you want people to really want to make that side and really want to play, which means really stepping up. For sure. Um, and with the four, four quarters of 12 minutes, mm. um, it's a real fast-flowing style of basketball. Yep. Um, some of your better players in there um, are really pushing blokes like sitting next to me here, um, and he could feel it by he's doing his three, four minutes spurts and then he's sweating, <laughs> blowing, ready to come off to the bench. <laughs> well, you did all right though, Trav. I was uh, mildly impressed. Yes, your microphone. I didn't on. know my microphone was on. <laughs> I was just sitting here listening. Yeah, no, You're I sitting did. there watching episodes of maths, aren't yeah, you? The, um, mm. the, the quarters were ridiculous. What do you mean they were ridiculous? I, I honestly felt like I'd gone three games of footy back-to-back. After one game of basketball playing. Is that because of the stop-start sort of style of it or you oh, sitting that on the bench trying to keep up with or? Stephen Bowden? And, yeah. You played like three minutes. And they were a good three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> one passage you played and from a breakaway layup. Yes, there you go. He reminds me of it. Mm. <laughs> Didn't How? do much else, but. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's four. Yeah, that's front and centre in my mind. Um, <laughs> and I will continue to talk about it for a long time. <laughs> That's fine, as should everyone talk about their appearance in the All-Star game. It, it did stand out. When you go from men and women, the different styles of the games are really bleedingly obvious yep. when you play in that format. Yep. It was really obvious, but it's good. It's good to watch that kind of... And it's cool just to see it changed up a little bit every mm. now and again instead of, oh, there's wasted energy pushing all the way back down to the other end of the court mm. when you can put pressure up on the... Half court. Yep. Um, and then and score off mm. um, quick turnover. And when so. it's 50 degrees, you don't want to be wasting energy nope. anyway. Nope. Is that right, Trav? <laughs> Didn't have energy to burn. <laughs> the warm-up took it out of me. Do you reckon I had um, – this was another conversation that we had. We get some of the old coaches like Cedric to yep. coach – in that old school, I don't know how a lot of the kids in particular would go with that old school style of basketball these days. But uh, And Cedric's great. He came up to me afterwards and he was like, great job of refing, Jade, great job. And he's done this when I play too. And then comes up to me and goes, great job. But can I give you some feedback? Give me some point. Magical B word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was great. It and was that's only, good. And, and yeah. like, like, I, lo- I love seeing the two old blokes and their wives there. Yeah. Um, on that night, so it was a testament to what they've done for the Basketball Association mm. um, and then for them to rock up, be proud that the two teams are in their names. Yeah, that's right. I was happy to see, Which is the, awesome. see the smile on their faces. Yeah. So, Well, good job. Thank you very much. Um, oh, yeah, well, we're here. I just wanted to touch on, um, again, without the sponsors of our night, mm. um, it would be never, never go ahead. So, who are the sponsors? Oh, yeah. you've got these. Oh, you brought notes. Gee. Hey, you got to be prepared. Mm. Uh, obviously, yeah, <laughs> as I uh, said on the night, uh, Euston Club Resort, the Romvale Op Shop, the Perrin Street one, Auto Pro and Amaretto Almonds for our uh, first prize mm. um, bundle of that went to Morgs. Congratulations, Morgs. I'm sure he loves mowing his lawn. <laughs> he loves mowing the school lawns. <laughs> Does he? I don't know. No, that doesn't. <laughs> uh, leading appliances, Belgravia Leisure and uh, Select Harvest for the use of the um, cool room. So, Oh, was that yeah. their cool room? Yep. 
Oh, that's handy. Just ring up people. It's who you know, not what you know. So It is, but in a town like this, it really is. And it's not hard to get everything you need because there's everything you need here Yep, if you know who to talk to. And people are happy to help out whenever Mm. they can. So Mm. especially with community events like that um, and just all the people for coming along to Mm. show their support, watch people that are playing um, and superstars like Bustle here. I mean, yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good segue. Um, actually, if, if we want to talk about superstars, and I think we probably need to talk about Leon for just a minute okay. with the evening okay. because yes. I've seen him pat a lot of people on the back. Mm. He put in a mountain of work, and I saw it firsthand being here in the office with him, and he was very stressed about it. What do you mean? He was doing it during school hours? Surely not. No, on his breaks. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> right. Moving on. <laughs> And, you know, it was, an, incre- well, it was an incredible community event and it went off without fault. Mm. Um, and I know there was a team behind it, but from what I saw of the big fella, and like I said, he's been patting everybody else on the back, um, but he hasn't got one himself. So there you go. That's a pat on the back. <laughs> Thanks, I don't know if the mate. microphone picked that up. But um, <laughs> no, it was fantastic and he's done a, a, a really great job. Um, and I'm sure that it'll just get bigger and better. So mm. well done, mate. Cool. Thank Thanks. you very much, too. I'm sure it will. I put get out a couple of chairs, but that's about it. <laughs> Well done, Leon. <laughs> it's about what he does on his day-to-day yeah, yeah, basis it. too, isn't that's it? That's it. Put out cheers. Mm. But, Travis, I'm glad you're here. Let's do it. Well, so you've been I. nominated to be uh, our maths correspondent. Maths correspondent had, on the on the ground. If I had, if I had been more organised. I'm organised. Um, I've got a laptop. Well, yes, I can see that. To give it some context, I've had to come into Clontarf to get you two together at some stage. So thanks for having us here. Sure. Leon, have you do you watch maths? Um I look up at the screen every now and again. And you know what? That I look up at the screen thing yeah. that you husbands yeah. do doesn't fly with me. Yeah, you're look, watching it yeah. and you're taking it in as much as we are. Oh every time I hear or quickly see something that I oh, have a quick glance, mm. watch for a couple of seconds and back down again. Now, no, Travis, let's talk maths. Yeah, let's, let's talk, talk maths. maths. I need to get you a um are you gonna come in like most weeks and do this for me? We can do this. I need to get some sort of theme. Are we going to have a theme song? Yeah, I think we should get the theme song, don't you think? Ooh, yeah. It must have a theme song. Well, it has that, like, dramatic music. You know, just build up, get you emotionally involved prior to seeing anything. It's all, you know, about what you hear, Leon. I think it's called Drama Llama. Drama Llama. Yep. Drama Llama. <laughs> we haven't got it. But I will get you a theme song. I'll get your own. This is how you know you're moving up in the world. You Whoa. get your own theme song. Own theme song. Wow. Sure. I know. Can I get a copy of that every time he walks in the room as well <laughs> and just play it on the you speaker? You can get a sensor yep. thing. Oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be yep. too bad. I'll wear like an ankle bracelet and every time I pass through, it's like a dog door. You know the ones where you get the collar and it won't open unless they've got the collar? You just don't know? No. I'll send you the link. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk maths. <laughs> Let's talk maths, Trav. Now, it's going to take us like six weeks to get through all yep. of the weddings, but night one. Yep. Season seven. Been there since all, day one. Have you really? Yep. Were you on board from day one or was it Melina that's dragged you along for the ride and you only conceded? I was the passenger. Mm-hmm. I reckon he dragged But now I'm the driver. Right, Trav. All right, let's do it. Um, I think we need to – let's go with um, old Nick's mum. Poppy. Uh, Poppy and Luke. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Poppy and Luke, just to yeah, just before we move on that, I also call my children Cold Milk. Oh, um, <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. No, that's Hopefully they're not listening to this. Accurate. <laughs> pretty sure they're not listening to this. <laughs> no, nah, but um, have a tendency to do. Oh, that. I can see how it's such an emotional time for Poppy, and I actually felt really sorry for her. But um, hopefully, once we get on onto the honeymoon sort of thing. Might liven up a little bit, eh? <laughs> I wish I had cameras on this so everyone could see both of you raising your eyebrows in a no, we didn't. manner. Don't make <laughs> up stories. That. Let's move on to Cam and Jules version 2.0. Kathy and Josh. Is it Kathy oh. and Josh, yeah. Yep. All right, Kathy. Looks or personality or both? Both. Yeah, she's, go- yeah, she's both. beautiful. Fantastic. Yeah. All yeah. right, Josh too. Do you? Yeah. He's probably too short for for me. Yeah. But yeah, he's all right. Got a very square hairline though, doesn't he? That's all right though. Oh, come on. Let's not pick it apart. Speaking of hairline, Travis, I don't think those who live in Rewind. glass houses. Oh, my hairline's still in 2019. But anyway, um, it'll get here eventually. I reckon out of the ones we've seen so far, these two are the two, two I would pick that the experts mm. who are not really experts. Yep. Yeah, they don't get it right. Because if you were an expert or a scientist, if you kept doing the same experiment with the same methodology yep. seven times, yep. you would have lost your funding for years And they're ago. wrong 99% of the time. That's what I mean. Yeah. And you, if yeah. you do something over and over again. Hey, didn't a redhead last year get married? Yeah, Legit? Cam and Jules. Oh, yeah. oh then, then one. Then two. 
Yeah, but if you're getting one couple out of 12... I think it's a success anyway. <laughs> it's a success. Someone's pumping money into it somewhere. Well, yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, the advertisers. That's how, who's pumping yeah. money into it. How into this can we get? A bit going on with Amanda and Tash. Um, we'll leave that up to them. Did you hear the comment that they made about the insurance on their bed? No. They said that they hope that the hotel has insurance on their bed because... Wow. I don't think they'll show that. I'll be tuning in regardless. <laughs> There's always a chance, Leon. There's always a chance. Yeah, so no, that's good for them. Natasha and Mikey. Natasha's orange. Orange? Yeah, she's got a very bad tan, I reckon. Oh. Yeah, I reckon it's not a great tan. Oh, wait. Is she the financial broker analyst? No, that's Hayley. Hayley's financial broker. <sighs> oh, yeah. Mikey's the one that was on his boat being a bit of a toss-up. Yeah, he looks 12. Yeah, he does like, look I 12. I look 12, but he looks 12. She's the one that dates old men. Yeah, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. She does. Mm, so odd. let's be interesting how this works out. Because to him, uh, to her, he'd look like a bit of a baby. So, <laughs> yeah. So, nah. Um, Vanessa and Chris, I think that'll work. I think that'll work in the end. Vanessa and Chris. So, Chris, remind yeah. me. So, Vanessa with the bad skin. Um, Chris, oh, yes. Yeah, and Chris with his couple of kids. I think she'll come to. Um, she wasn't overly thrilled nah, with the kids. A bit of a shock. Yeah. Um, but I reckon she'll come around once they start mm. to sort of talk openly a bit more, especially the fact that he is physically attracted to her and she just needs to know that. Once that comes to light, then they should be right, I reckon. I wish everyone could have a bit of self confidence. You know, if she if yeah. you could inject her with a bit of self confidence, she'd be well. And that's she. the thing; it only it only takes one person. Mm. So hopefully, Chris is the man for her. Mm. Unfortunately, and, um, yeah, it only takes one person, and it'll go one way or the other. Well, that's right. Unfortunately, that's right. Have you started preseason training yet? Yeah. Have you been going? Did you go on Monday, or did you skip it for maths? Oh no, I go, but like when it's time to cool down, there's not a whole lot of cooling down. It's in the car, and we're off home. <laughs> And then sort of playing catch up. <laughs> At least you're honest. Yeah. Mm. Oh, we get there. We get there. Yeah. So we've got four more brides and four more husbands, uh, grooms. Sorry to be married off. A couple of crazy looking ones here, I reckon. Like, what do you mean? The couple of Sheilas look a bit, bit wild. Did you just say Sheilas? Sheila. Trev, I will knock you off your what? chair. Sheila. We don't address. That's great, Aussie in slang. In the year 2020, Sheila. we do not address. G'day, oh, Sheila. School's out. We don't address women as Sheilas. Hey. Anyway, um, who are the crazy of ones? Ladies here. That's better. Alexandra. She looks a bit wild. Who's the one with the bad, really bad face? And I know Stacey. you haven't, yeah, you yeah. hadn't actually seen her face because nah, you were so, distracted so, by her so, lungs. Yeah, Stacey's got, but yeah, like I want to see real people on this show. Mm. Like I feel like a couple of them are just in it for, you know, their 15 minutes of fame. Of course they are. Stacey's definitely one of them. Yeah. I think Kathy looks normal and she seems normal so far. She's got magnificent hair. She does. Mm. It's a nice balayage. Mm. Oh. Oof. Must be married Hashtag to married to a hairdresser. Hashtag him. So long. Anyway, <laughs> it's a bit of a plug. Um, yeah, and then and and the grooms. So we've got Ivan, Jonathan, Michael, and Steve. So Steve Ivan. to me is a bit of a sugar daddy because he's he John's mid fifties. John's dad. You have a look at him. That's a revelation. If it is, have a look at him. Tell me that he doesn't look like John's dad. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> no, more than a little bit. Crikey. Yeah. That's jo- it's got to be, doesn't it? John's Ooh, doppelganger. Tell you what. Yeah. Not far off. I know, right? The advertising leading up to the beginning of the series, mm. um, Ivan was certainly made out to be the clown that I believe he is. <laughs> um, he led his introduction with, I can be a bit obnoxious. <laughs> I often do the similar thing. Um, but, yeah, yeah, Ivan's going to struggle, I reckon. Just not a little bit. He'll struggle a lot. He's going to end up with Alexandra. Because they both look like they're a little bit, um, little bit cooked, I reckon. <laughs> Tell us what you really think. Real cooked. And you know what, though? If you put yourself out there on one of these shows, like people go, oh, don't be mean, blah, blah, blah. If you put yourself out there on one of these shows, no, you're a public in figure anything, now. you're a public figure. So you, you deserve the it. scrutiny that you receive. <laughs> so there. we look forward to next week and um, I'm sure there'll be a lot more drama and um, I look forward to chatting about it. Mm. Oh, yeah. All aboard the drama train. Toot, um, but toot. put your money on Steve and Stacey. No, I'm calling that. Righto, Travis. Leon's <sighs> chewing on a sausage now. Did you want to say sign off at all or not, Leon? They can't they see can't you. They can't see know. your wave. <laughs> <laughs> no. <sighs> Thank you very much for your time, Jade. I appreciate it. Feel uh, free to get rid of the sausage out of your mouth before you start talking. And I love, I'd love to hear Travis's uh, math report every week. Mm. No. I think so. I think it's well Look worth it. Look forward to yep. next week. It's going mm. to be big. I'm going to bring notes. I'll lift my head up a, a bit more often now. Oh, you mm. know you'll watch it religiously. It's it's one of those things when Jade Jade seen that meme that you tagged me on Facebook about I, like people that watch maths 
people that don't watch maths. Travis, I that posted that. that was it post? And that's why she commented on it. <laughs> that's why you're here. I, I knew that's that. Why you're on here, oh, is Travis? that why I'm here? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, when you put two and two together. This is the bloke leading Clontarf in Robinvale. Oh. This is good the luck, bloke. fellas. This is the Bloody bloke. good luck. No, Leon's leading on the following. This is the bloke that watches this trash. <laughs> it's Friday's brain. Yeah, but in defence, watching trash, like, like when you're hot, like, I won't say highly strung, Travis, but when you mm. are on all the time and you're stressed out, and I love yeah. it, coming home from council and you come home and you just can watch some trash. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best sort of. And it is trash, isn't it? Oh, it's so trashy. It's the trash it's train. It's the trailer Matt trash of the, the TV world. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it, it allows your brain to switch off rather than coming home and watching documentaries or mm. whatever, um, which we often Rather do. than getting educated. Yeah. You sit down just, and watch I, this crap. Sit down and watch this crap and have a cup and just, of tea and a couple of Vickies and switch off. Just watch people's lives unfold and fail in front of your eyes. It's fantastic. How much better does it make you feel about your oh, own life, though? I feel really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. All aboard the maths trash train. Toot, toot. toot see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.